Hello, this is Julie Ann. Welcome to the podcast show Life with Collective Purpose, about you discovering your higher purpose in life and answering the call for a shared collective healing of the world. Be inspired by our guests that reveal how they made the shift from the individual life purpose to a collective purpose to serve all. If you resonate with the guests of this show, you will be inspired to shift to a life with collective purpose and to answer the call to join our container of bright lights that will shine on the new world. I am a book publisher that has helped over 300 authors to unlock their gift and purpose by sharing their knowledge and wisdom in a book. Many of these thought leaders are now recognizing this transition from the I to the we and their call to be of service. If you need some inspiration to look at your life and understand how you too can make this shift, listen in to our show every week. Join our family as we share our stories and make connections that will help you to live a life with a collective purpose. Hello, this is Julie Ann and Life with Collective Purpose. And today I have three amazing women that I am interviewing. They are elders, mentors, amazing educators. They have all had 40 plus years in the field of education and parenting and they are all helping today's parents with parenting coaching and i also have linda sweet who is recently been working with me um, on the publishing of her book called raising self-reliant children which she will be launching on february the third and so we're all very, very excited about that. So we are going to be talking um, in this podcast show about the importance of recognizing communication with our children uh, in the field of education, but also in the field of parent and child relationships and why that's so important today. So the three people that I have with me today is Lorraine Dumford Hill, uh, she specializes in coaching parents that have children from two to 10 years old. And her website is mychildisspecial.ca. We also have Joanna Light. She is also coaches parents for tweens and teens specifically. And she has a specialty um, in using emotional intelligence techniques, which we will be talking about in this podcast show. And her website is joannahlight.com. And finally, I'm welcoming Linda Sweet, who is with me here in Puerto Vallarta right now. And her website is Sweet Solutions. ASAP.com. And she is the author of the book Raising Self Reliant Children, which is going to be launched on February the 3rd. 
So I'm really, really excited about that. You can find out all the information about the book and the launch at uh, influencepublishing.com. And also our Facebook Influence Publishing has all the information about the event. So I'm very excited about that. And we have this beautiful focus of parenting and education for this podcast show with these wonderful expert ladies. So let's start off with Linda and let's let's talk about why why we're even doing this. Why is it so important to be talking about the child today? And Linda, you have definitely done a lot of research and you understand that today's child is very different to the child that we were and the the children that uh, were even our children. So what is it, Linda, that makes the child of today so different than the the child of the past? Julie, that's a very interesting question. When you stand back and reflect upon the kind of world that um, we were all raised in, it is very different today for these children. It's a toxic world. The air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat from the soil, the the grown in the the ground, the um, chemicals that are put in almost all packaged foods are all having a negative effect on our bodies. And while we're adults, we're a little bit um, more aware and self-resilient. Our children aren't. When they, 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 if they don't feel good, their only way to say anything is to act out or to cry or to um, not focus or not to sleep. So we need to be aware. And they also say that our children today, the label has been out there for maybe 10, 15, 20 years. Most adults today, parents are um, part of the indigo group. They have specific characteristics. They're impatient. They get bored easily. A lot of them are ADD, ADHD. They don't like lining up. They don't like being told what to do. They are different. And the most important is their learning styles are different. When we went to school, it was auditory. I don't know about you, but I was bored out of my mind for 13 years. The children today are visual and um, tactile learners. So if you're going to be introducing something to your child, a new method or whatever, you have not only talk, but show and have them experience, all right? And also children might need to be partners. You can't just tell a child to sit down and be quiet. You need to ask them, uh, tell them why, what is the background for this? And you get so much more cooperation and compliance. And um, so these are the children are working for, and these are the parents that are raising these children. So they need to know. So I tell parents, you have to understand what you represent. What are your core values? Not what you were raised with, because that's old news. What is important for you today? Whether it's dignity, respect, or getting ahead in the world, um, recreation, being excellent in sport, whatever it is, know who you are because the children are going to need to know who they are, not the values you raise them with. It's a different world. So you need to support them. I find when children are partners in their um, environment, where that parents listen to them, not just tell them what to do, 
But if a child asks a question, answer. But don't just say no. That shuts down everything. Mm-hmm. You listen to say yes. That's an interesting question. What do you think? And encourage the dialogue. Then you get to know your child better, and they become a team part. I find also it's important for parents to sit down at the dinner table and talk about their day, but make a list of gratitude, the best things that happened today, because we forget about those, and that creates balance. Um, I could go on and on. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, I, I mean, and I, I really identify with you, Linda. Um, for for those who don't know, I did a, uh, a TED Talk on the topic of dyslexia. And um, I had, um, you know, I went to school um, that uh, only had auditory learning. And, uh, you know, I never knew that the reason why I had so much difficulty um, learning at school was because um, the auditory was the only method of learning. And uh, once I uh, understood in my adult years that I was dyslexic, I, I realized that the it's the learning styles that are so, so important. And once I, I mean, I, I started to try and learn uh, Spanish and I realized, oh my goodness, if I don't put tactile uh, into um, my learning styles, there's there's no way that I'm going to be able to learn Spanish. So it, it's very interesting um, understanding different ways um, you know that we can we can actually teach our children, and I and I really like what you said um, about you know if you if you don't treat uh, the child today uh, differently uh, to the way that we were tr- treated as children, then they are going to act out for sure. And um, and I know Lorraine that this is something that you specialize in um, children that are acting out um, so what what do you do or how do you help parents uh, when they come to you and say my my child is acting out my child is angry um, what can I do about my child that's angry what what help do you give them well there's a lot of different ways we can look at it but the first thing is to find out where that anger is coming from is there something hidden is there, you know, are they hungry? Even the simplest things, are they hungry? Are they tired? You know, are those some of the issues? Or is it something internally, you know, biologically? Or, you know, like you, the dyslexia, is that what's making them angry? Because they think they're dumb because they can't do what everybody else is doing. So what are the hidden stressors for that child? It, it takes a little bit of detective work to figure out what those different things uh, are. And when when the child is angry, angry, it is a communication. They're trying to tell us something, but maybe they don't have the words for it. Maybe they really, they don't know what's going on. So it is the parent's job to figure out what's going on. And if the parent is angry all the time, you can't expect your child to be calm. You know, calm begets calm. So if we can calm down as parents, we're going to have often a calmer child. So thinking, bringing it back to the parent. Yes, yes, absolutely. And Joanne, um, you you coach uh, teens and tweens, which must be, you know, one of the um, most difficult ages uh, when it comes to, you know, acting out and, um, um, and having anger issues. What do you um, recommend to your parents when you coach them around this issue? Well, that, that brings me to emotional intelligence, Julie, because um, if a parent 
has done the inside work, then they can work with their child. Um, the most important thing is being able to regulate. Emotional intelligence is is how smart you are emotionally. Um, you, you need that IQ to get to a spot, to get to a place, to, to make it in the world. And you need emotional intelligence to be a good leader or a successful team player. Um, so the parent really needs to know how to manage their own emotions and regulate themselves. Self-regulation is critical to being um, a successful and calm parent. So if your child is raging uh, and you can't, you, you just empathize, you listen, and if you cannot, in, don't engage when they're storming around and having a, a total meltdown. Uh, just calmly stay there and make sure everyone's safe and then talk about making a time when we can talk about this further. Um, if you've had an open communication line with your kids from from young ages, even as young as the ages children, uh, the children that Lorraine deals with, you you are more likely to be able to keep that line of communication open with your tween or teen. And remember, your tween and teen, you think they're not paying attention to you, but they are watching you super carefully and notice everything you do. So modeling healthy emotional behavior is critical to, to raising a resilient teen who, who can be independent and be who they are. And I think it's really important that we think about our the style of parenting we all may have grown up with. And there are distinctive styles, but a lot of us grew up with uh, authoritative kinds of uh, parenting. No, because I said no, and not really communicating. And today's parent who, the parent who balances rules with openness and honesty and trust, not fear, really, I think is a more, is, is likely to be a more successful parent and happier within himself or herself. So I wow. try really hard to work with parents to, to find that balance. It's not that they shouldn't have boundaries, but let them be part of the process. It's, it's showing up and talking and being curious. So it's so interesting uh, what you say, Joanne, because I, I definitely remember my parents saying, you know, because I told you so right. <laughs> when I said why that would always be their answer, um, because I told you so. Um, and, you know, children should be um, should be seen, but not heard. You know, that was right. a, that was a big one, too. So, um, you know, pa parenting certainly is very different today. And, and today and our kids need to be seen, heard and soothed, I think. Mm. Being, I think a lot of kids feel that they they don't share because they're no one's listening to them. So right. why 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 should I do that? Absolutely. And and, and Linda, you know, communication. Uh, you talk about communication in your book, uh, raising the self reliant child. And and in fact, you um, you have many um, exercises um, and uh, uh, many ways that uh, in your book that you show that you can communicate better. Uh, with your child. Can you give some examples, uh, you know, from your book, uh, ways that parents can communicate better with their child? Oh, I have to look for that page. No. <laughs> <laughs> the um, <clears throat> ways in terms of communicating is to ask leading questions to get what you want. A lot of the parenting um, sentences directed to child children are not encouraging a response 
And sometimes as a parent, you can explain how you felt in this situation. And I'm just curious how my son or daughter felt at that time. And the other thing is that in my classrooms, I banned those four-lettered words like good, nice, <laughs> because the children sit back on those words. It's good. Good is a showstopper. How was your day? Good. All right. And, um, but to ask, what, what was the best part that happened during your day? Encourage them around the dinner table to share the biggest challenge they had as long as with the dad the mom everyone talked about the biggest challenge and go around the dinner table or the funniest thing that happened or the biggest thing you learned today um those things so that as a family you're all discussing and you're all using similar language and you're getting past those one syllable words and the children then are becoming a partner in this group. And the thing is, if they're coming out with something that's like cornball, recognize they're five years old, they see the world through those lenses. So um, give them the praise that, yeah, that's really, really interesting. And also the support. And uh, sometimes afterwards, you can sit down with them and say, you know, I understand you're really challenged with that. Now let's make a list of some of the things we can do, or let's role play that situation and gain, I'll be the person you be, you know, and we'll work through that and see which way um, you would like to reconfigure um, that the next time somebody says something untoward or somebody's bullying. So you've got some practice in the background. Yes. And, and Linda, um, you know, on, on the topic of communication, um, you know, here in Puerto Vallarta, we have recently uh, received a big influx uh, of, of Canadians and some Americans, um, you know, that are parents that have relocated, um, you know, as a, as a result of what's happening in the world today. You know, Mexico is, is seen as one of the freest countries. Um, and so I've seen many, many new families um, coming, uh, coming particularly to Puerto Vallarta. Um, now, what would you, what advice would you give them uh, how to communicate with their children um, about this brand new environment that they've stepped into? Um, you know, they're, they're still trying to find their way. They're, they're in unfamiliar territory. They've, you know, left many of their, uh, their friends. Um, they may have just gone to new schools or they might be uh, suddenly uh, adapting to homeschooling. Um, what can you do to, to help these parents to advise their children to open up communication with them to feel more comfortable in this, in this very, um, uh, this big upheaval that's happening? Well, probably as a family, walk along the Melicon Go to some of the festivities that are happening. There's a big book fair down at the um, down at the center part now with all the Spanish books and a few English ones, <clears throat> and to, to go out and discover and oh look at this. What do you think of that? Oh, have you ever seen that before? And and get engage the children into chatting and also give your opinions. How is this different? Oh, I've never seen a book fair in Toronto before. Let's go to take a look. And oh, um, what's the name in Spanish for books? Let's have a sentence. Let's go practice. Uh, Como esta usted? And the kid, the child can say, hello, how are you? So you start a little bit and you talk about the surprises, but then you come down to find that 
everyone is a human being. Everyone is in their hearts and they just want to be happy. And if you come across from that point of view, rather than, oh my goodness, oh, tacos are going to attack. No, I'm just being funny. <laughs> but just to introduce the children and to talk and to explore, that's, that's the best way. And you do that on a vacation anyway. Well, some parents do. Some parents do a vacation and the kids sit in the back seat. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful, Linda. We're, we're coming to the end of the interview now, so I just want some last words from all of you. Um, so, so Linda, what is the number one thing that you would advise parents? Um, what is it that you uh, help parents um, to understand, or what, what would you like parents to know um, from your book? Clean up your environment. Get rid of the toxic foods. Feed your child, feed yourself whole foods. Um, look at your electromagnetic fields. Don't sleep with, with electric clocks on, or under an electric blanket. Do not have your cell phones in the same room. Turn the TV off an hour and a half before you go to sleep so that you can get asleep. You're not agitated. The other thing is in the evening, lower the lights have the conversation quieter and more gentle. Nobody can sleep, but they're shouting in the background, that kind of thing. A lot of parents have to really look at themselves, know themselves, and what are they doing? Are they just reacting to unhappiness? Let's say you're the adult here. Grow up. Look at your world, and you fix your world, and you can fix your child's world. That's I don't know that's <laughs> That's great advice, Linda. Great advice. So if you would like to get involved in uh, Linda's book launch, you'd like to know more about her book, uh, Raising Self-Reliant Children, you can go to influencepublishing.com. There she is. She's holding up her book there just before <laughs> it's printed. It's uh, the, the, just at the, at the printing stage. Uh, February 3rd is the launch. Um, you can go to influencepublishing.com or Influence Publishing on Facebook to get all the information about the book launch. And Linda, I'm very excited about the book launch and how you're going to be helping parents uh, with all that knowledge. Awesome. And I hope nobody finds any typos or spelling mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they won't. So Lorraine, what are your last words uh, of advice for parents? My advice is to learn to self-regulate first from the parent's point of view so that you can share that with your child. Because once you're self-regulated and able to cope with things, you're going to model that for your child and you're going to have some strategies to give to your child. So think about, you know, taking care of yourself first and then help your child. Beautiful. Take care of yourself first. It's like the... Uh... Like they say, put the mask on yourself first before you can help your child. And remind us of your website. Uh, my website is mychildisspecial.ca. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us, Lorraine. Thank and, you. And finally, Joanne, what are your last words of advice for parents? Well, uh, we all love our kids and we sometimes react and, and respond from a place of fear. So I'm, I'm encouraging parents to trust themselves, trust their gut and let your child grow to be who he, she or they are um, without your 
setting the path forward for them and recognize your emotions, understand them, teach your children emotional language. Lit emotional literacy is pretty important in, in learning to, to self-regulate and manage your relationships. Um, and I'm happy if anyone has a question or would like to uh, speak with me, uh, they can email me at joanne at joannehlight.com and I'm happy to respond. And I thank you, Julie, for having me. Beautiful, beautiful. So Joanne at joannehlight.com. If you've got some burning parenting questions that you would like to ask Joanne. And so ladies, I am so very grateful that you've all been on the show today. Um, Life with collective purpose and the collective purpose today of all of us is to be helping parents to raise better children and to be communicating with them better. So please join us on February 3rd uh, when Linda is launching her book, Raising Self-Reliant Children. You can find out all the information on influencepublishing.com or you can go to Facebook to get information about the event at Influence Publishing on Facebook. And if you would like to connect with Linda directly, uh, Linda, what is the best way for people to get hold of you if they'd like to uh, 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 connect directly with you? Sweet Solutions, <laughs> www.sweetsolutionsasap.com. That is website, sweetsolutionsasap.com. And That's as I said, okay. you can also look on Influence Publishing and you'll find out all the information about Linda's book that is launching on February the 3rd. Well, ladies, it's been such a pleasure uh, with you all being here, helping parents. And um, thank you so much for joining us. And um, thank you for helping parents. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, um, thank you Julie. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to step into your higher collective purpose in life, head over to www.influencepublishing.com and claim your free two-hour webinar on unlocking your story and discover a family of support and love to help you embrace the collective call to purpose. Please go to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Please share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life. Until the next time, live a life with collective purpose.